Hello and welcome back to Persuasion 101, the Persuasion Podcast. My name is Neil Trigger. I've studied persuasion for many, many years and I also did a PhD in it back in 2008. What I'd like to talk to you today about is rapport building. And rapport building is one of those things that you'll often hear about when it comes to uh, interview technique. So you'll potentially move one arm and the other person will move another arm and then you start to mirror them. Now, mirroring and rapport building, it's got a bit of a bad rap, and the reason being is that when people first start trying it, they'll often find that things are a little bit hokey and potentially a little bit fake, and that's because people are misunderstanding what mirroring is and how that works. So in this episode of rapport building, I'm, I will do some more about rapport as things go on, but what I wanted to talk about is mirroring first of all. Mirroring is not copying. That's mimicking and it can be very contrived and wrong. I've heard of people who, in interviews, have mirrored people so badly that they end up mimicking things like ticks. Now, ticks are where you have an unconscious movement or an unconscious noise that you're making or you're twitching or something like that. It's kind of a, a, a twitch, I suppose. And if you start mirroring everything when it comes to body language and voices and accents, it can come across as like you're taking the mick out of people. And you really don't want that. Because the last thing you want is to think is for your audience to think that you're mocking them. But if you do mirroring wrong, it can look exactly like that. So what I would do in mirroring is to copy the general idea of what the body language is doing without necessarily copying directly. If someone moves their right arm, you might want to move your finger. Something very subtle, but it shows that you've noticed it and it shows that you're then responding. Trust me, anything that's subtle, like blinking, you should be able to do overtly. Unless, of course, someone's squinting or blinking at a ridiculously fast or very, very slow uh, pace. You don't want to make yourself uncomfortable with this. Breathing is a very deep way of getting rapport, and you can breathe in sync with people, but again, don't make yourself breathless just in order to get rapport. No one's going to want you to be in deep rapport with them if you're talking like that all the time. It's just not going to sound right. It's not going to be right, and you're going to feel very uncomfortable. So uncomfortable that you're going to be more concentrating on that than actually what they're saying. The most important part in rapport building is to gain an understanding on a deep level of what that person feels and how they're feeling, um, not just not just what they're feeling, but what their motivations are and how they're expressing that. There's, there's a technique in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, where you mirror someone exactly so you have one person who is being mirrored the other person is mirroring them and then a third person to double check that the mirror person is copying exactly so they'll move body parts in in certain ways in order to completely mirror the first person and then the person who is doing the mirroring has to imagine or create in their own mind what the person being mirrored is thinking this often works and it often conveys some sort of feeling or emotion but often it doesn't 
And I think the reason for that is that it's it's a bit more contrived in that sort of situation. And I think the main thing to remember here is that this is not voodoo, this is psychology. You need to get into that sort of rapport space. You need to move in a similar way but not direct exactly. So if you brush your hair if the person brushes their hair out of your eye out of their eyes but you don't have any hair, you might just want to move up your hand and scratch your head. Or you might want to move one eyebrow or move your arm in a certain way as if you're to do it but then stop halfway and put your hand on the table. All of this sort of stuff allows you to get deep rapport with people so that if I'm like you, you're like me, therefore we are like each other. Most people don't dislike themselves and so they're not going to dislike you either. Thanks very much for listening. Please listen to my previous podcasts and I'll see you again next time. Hello and welcome back to Persuasion 101, the Persuasion Podcast. My name is Neil Trigger. I've been into NLP for a very long time, since 1998, possibly even longer. And uh, I've done a bit of hypnosis and I've done a PhD in persuasion. Now, what's really interesting about persuasion, I think, and I just wanted to take a bit of a break now. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to talk at you. Um, well, I, I guess I still am. But I'm not going to talk at you about what to do and how to do it all the time. I also want to talk about a couple of anecdotes as well. Um, when I was doing persuasion actively in, um, I think this was 2010, I was part of a business competition and I was employing NLP, neurolinguistic programming, um, in a, pers- a persuasive environment, trying to make sure that we won the competition. We were, as part of a team of, I think, six people, we were in a business competition in the UK up against 38,000 people and uh, it was a nationwide search for the next business team and we won it. Um, So we were very proud of that but how we did this, as part of the competition there was a judge um, panel of about I think eight people and we it was a group um, activity and what we decided was that one of the other guys on the team was going to answer the questions I was going to mirror every per- person in turn it was only two of us that went to this particular interview and it was my job to mirror people and pretty much stay quiet so uh, the other guy Joe went through and answered all the questions and as I was mirroring each person as they were talking I could kind of get a feel that each and every one of them had their own different personality and so I had to switch quite quickly and uh, if you don't know what mirroring is please by the way look at my previous episode uh, which will explain what mirroring especially body language mirroring is all about so as I was um, going through each person I I mirrored each person as they were talking all of the judges as they were asking the questions and right at the end um, we all stood up, we all shook hands, and one of the judges leant forward to me and said, oh, I really liked what you said about blah, 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 blah. And um, what was interesting is that all the way through that interview, all the way through that um, examination, I suppose, was I didn't say anything. All I did was mirror. And the reason that she liked what I said was because it was her idea. And she just mirrored back to me what she said when I was mirroring her the first time. So she said it was a really good idea because it was her idea. And I thought that that was very interesting, first of all, and also extremely persuasive because then I've borrowed her characteristics. 
Now, again, and you'll notice this all the way through our podcasts here, that I borrowed her characteristics. Now, if you're listening to all of these podcasts and you're look, listening to the first one in particular on ethos, pathos, and logos, which one do you think I, I've uh, employed in this part? Using mirroring techniques, I have increased my ethos, my character. I've borrowed my own character from that person. And this is how mirroring works. You're borrowing the characteristics of the person you're persuading in order to get them to like you more and make you more believable. Because regardless of whether or not the person you're you're persuading is a believable character or a persuasive character or even a liar, that person will never lie to themselves explicitly. And so every person that you're influencing will believe that they are reliable, they are believable, they're trustworthy. Unless you've got some sort of psychological or psychopathic instinct, you're not going to deliberately lie to yourself. And so if you don't lie to yourself, when someone's persuading you to do something and they borrow your own attributes, you're going to believe that you are believable and therefore you're going to believe that they are believable because they have your attributes. I know it's a bit of a mind twist, but you need to bear that in mind when you're looking at different ways of persuading and in particular using rapport building, using mirroring. Thanks very much for listening. Tune in again next time and listen to the previous episodes as well. I really appreciate your feedback. Thanks.